This is Traffic Conversations, a safe place where we talk about your family, faith, finances, friends, and fitness. It's all done with the aim of helping you have your best life. Welcome. Welcome to Traffic Conversations. Before we dive into this episode, remember that you can feature on our show by sending in your questions or feedback using the link in the show notes. In this episode, we feature a question that was asked during our monthly live event. If you haven't attended as part of our audience, Traffic Conversations Live happens on the first Friday of every month. It's a question and answer session where the audience asks questions and we answer them. It's exciting because the questions are mostly unscripted and we get to help members of the live audience. I hope you'll sign up for the next edition using the link in the show notes. Without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Starting a business is never easy. Getting the name registered, business cards, recruitment, and marketing can be tough for anyone. That's why you shouldn't scare off your potential customers by printing an email address provided by a free service on your spanking new business cards. Businesses that use public email services to correspond with leads lose respect and trust and are more likely to suffer from cybersecurity breaches. Risk of intellectual property theft increase and the loss of official documents and correspondence when employees leave the organization is very high. That is why buying your email hosting from Woomba is priceless. You get unlimited storage for your website, 100 slots for employee email addresses, and best-in-use security and performance architecture. All this available for less than $4 per month. Get started at Woomba.com and start your 30-day free trial today. That's W-U-U-M-B-A-A.com. W-U-U-M-B-A-A.com. Get started today. Every podcaster knows that the hardest part about podcasting is the lack of hands-on mentorship and an active support system. That's why many fail to launch and grow their podcasts. Sign up for the five-day podcast launch and get the assistance and continued support that will guarantee the successful launch and growth of your podcast. Register by using the link in the show notes. Um, okay, this is my question. How do you um, place value on yourself such that um, an aspect of, let me be direct about this. Okay, so I'm a singer-songwriter. I actually write um, movie soundtracks for um, movie directors here in Nigeria. We, Of course, that aspect of uh, movie production is not yet fully appreciated in this um, sphere you know, like in developing countries, unlike in the US, Canada, and all of that, where you get really, you get paid very well, you know, to 
um, have your songs on um, movies, right? I've actually won a lot of competitions internationally, but right here, it seems to be a struggle for people to pay you your, your worth, basically what you're worth when they ask you to um, like write songs for them for movies and all of that. So how do we tackle this challenge? Because it can be very frustrating actually, you know, trying to get them to see that, you know, this aspect of movie production is very, very important. Okay, so the struggle that you're facing is actually a global struggle. Um, I would say global because the, um, if you if you travel to the United States um, and you go to Nashville, okay, Nashville is like is the music capital of the world. If you want to if you want to find the highest concentration of musical talent on the planet, it's in Nashville. The average uh, waiter or barista in Nashville came there to make it big as a singer songwriter and so on. So until they make it big, they work at at an at a uh, at a bar and so on. So uh, that happens a lot all over the world. Why? Because um, the market the market for what you do is is um, very limited because there are only a handful of uh, movie studios that have the budget to pay what um, to pay for the value or the worth of a of a singer songwriter's um, uh, you know uh, work on a soundtrack. So many times, uh, what what you have to do is figure out how to jump on a ladder that takes you where you're going, and that ladder for you would be for you to uh, yes um, build up build up a, a collection of soundtracks that you've done for local movies, but do that in the view to begin to send your work offshore, outside of the country. Why is that? Because um, like you said, you've, you've correctly identified the fact that the market is not ready to pay you what you are worth. So what's gonna happen is that you have to begin to work your way into the market that will eventually pay you what you're worth and that means you're going to have to you're you're going to have to build up a, a portfolio for the local market yes they don't pay as much but you're building up a body of work now while you're doing that you're reaching out to um indie indie movie makers in in uh, New York, California, even um, France, you find people who are willing to take a chance on you. You show them your body of work. You say you're willing to um, to 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 work uh, on projects and so on. And you begin to push your work into those markets. Eventually, you get some work um, with an indie filmmaker, and then as you keep working. They eventually get you to write for, uh, for 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 a for a TV show, and then from there you get your time in the sun for a big movie. Now, uh, it may seem like a long journey, but believe me, it will be worth it. It's better than waiting for your big break without being strategic, because people who do that never get a big break. So you have to uh, start now to. First of all, build intentionally 
build a body of work. They are not your ideal customers. You are simply providing a service in order to grow your portfolio so that you become desirable to people outside the country. Already, um, it is said that the Nigerian movie industry is one of the biggest in the world. So people outside the country have begun to recognize the talent that's happening here. And I'm sure that that, um, that recognition is also going to be bringing the spotlight or putting the spotlight on the soundtrack composition industry, which like you said, is basically non-existent. All right, now when people find someone who is doing it right, all it takes is for a Netflix, because Netflix does have a presence in Nigeria. All it takes is for a Netflix to decide, okay, um, we want to invest in a local uh, um, composer. And they find you because you're the only one who does it differently from everyone else. And they are willing to take a chance on you and so on. So building a body of work is essential. Uh, and, then, and then strategically um, reaching out to people who, who do indie film work overseas. Indie is not mainstream. These are small movie makers that, that do 30 minute um, you know, movie rushes and things like that. It, 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 it um, establishes you as an international presence. Yes, you're not playing in the big leagues, but you're now on the lips of, of some people who may eventually mention you to people who are bigger uh, and higher up in the food chain. All right, um, Hillary, do you have something to add to what I said? Because I, I think I've said a lot. Okay, hi. Good hi. evening, Tara, good evening. Um, so I have a lot of friends who play in this space. Um, recently, I think that was last year, I even worked, I had the privilege of working on a movie set with one of them. And I, I had to stand in as a producer. So um, I have been in meetings back and forth, um, whether on set, even outside set. And one of the things that we even talked about was score. So scoring a song for um, the body of work she was about to release, right? And it had to be unique. It had to be recorded. It had to be unique to, um, to that movie. Or the movie we worked on and that's the beautiful thing about nollywood now it's the creative minds that we are having in the system maybe it's just because i know quite a few so i know how they think and i know how radical they have become and i know how different so coming from the days where we used to have um actresses miming to Beyonce and Jay-Z when we had Beyonce versus Rihanna and it was now we've seen a progression in the industry meaning there is room for growth, meaning there is room for there's room for you to establish yourself. So when people say, when okay, so I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to really not side with you on this because as well as much as I you would say, establish yourself abroad, find indie filmmakers abroad also, which is all great because they pay in dollars. I feel like, first of all, you have to look at the Nigerian scene. I don't think there's anybody in the Nigerian industry that be able to dominate themselves or present a presence as someone who, this is my niche and this is what I am good at. This is me being an industry leader. When it comes to scoring songs, there's really nobody, which means you have a huge opportunity right here in Nigeria to establish yourself as 
a dominating force in the industry. So we have people that we have production houses who are working with Netflix now. And because of the quality of work and because of the quality of work streaming services demand, they have to sit up when it comes to setting things like the story, like the score. And people also, producers want to make money. That is what I have come to understand because when shooting a movie, you may not make so much. So you look for extra revenues and extra, extra ways to make money, right? Which includes, um, which includes putting your songs, putting the songs or your soundtracks on different streaming platforms as well, which, be, which then generates revenue, right? And so how do you place value on yourself? Podcasting is becoming one of the fastest ways to build a following and promote your brand. It's the equivalent of owning a radio station. The podcast industry is not saturated yet, so you have a unique first mover advantage to launch your podcast, grow your audience, and rise to the top of your niche. Join me at 8 p.m. Sunday night to learn how. Did you know that you can engage by sending us a voice note? It's really easy. First, follow the link in the show notes and use the tool to record your question or feedback. When you're done, send it in. We treasure your messages and look forward to featuring it in a future episode. is growing when you're reaching out to when you're reaching out to um different production houses they may not intentionally want to pay you or intentionally want to pay you so much but as you grow and as you present your body of work right then you start to establish yourself and then you start to demand for what you know you're you you are what but because you are still very because the industry itself is still not recognized and because they've not recognized the great talent that you have you may want to say okay like a said let me build my body of work i can work with this person and this person and another means to do it is so i had a i have a friend he is an editor very good editor very brilliant storyteller so he what he does is he edits movies so he would tell a story so he would take a movie right take a song and then edit that movie to fit into the song and then put it up on youtube so when people search for a trailer of a song uh, sorry a trailer of a movie they then see the movie oh they said then see his body of work so he did that with nobody's fault, Tyler Perry. And because of that, just that singular movie that he edited, he, that was how I got to know about him, number one. Number two, he became affiliated with YouTube. I think he got like, he got K followers from that so um, act. So it has to come, all this works with strategy. Who are the big players? Who are the small players? Who can I reach in order to get to the big players that will pay me what I demand? So even if I say I need 5 million because that is how good I am, they would pay me. 
right? And then when you dominate the Nigerian industry, it is easier for you to say, okay, because Nigerian, the Nigerian movie entertainment scene is getting a lot of recognition from, the, from our songs to our movies. People are beginning to notice us. So once you can place yourself as a dominating figure here and as a veteran here, people would generally gra um, gravitate towards you. So what that does is you cannot say, because I'm a huge force in Nigeria, this is the amount of money I can take. You take it or you leave it. Then you have a say in the kind of money you get, the value you would, because you know the value you bring to the table. So by the time you say, this is how much I am, this is how much I, de I am demanding because of what I am bringing to the table, you either leave it, you go, you stay or you go. I have a sister who's a voiceover artist and she has worked with various brands and now she has gotten to a point whereby she can demand value or she can basically demand whatever she wants because of what she has been able to establish in the industry. But for now, I feel the first step is being strategic about the production houses you're going to work with that would give you it's not and it's really not everything that you you attach your name to so you look at the story of it does it appeal to me does it is it something i would want to work on is it something i want to lend my voice to and if it's so you start lending your voice and be, as you go you grow and also even on social media so just take advantage of the different tools that you have and little by little before you know you dominate and then you will demand for whatever value whatever you want and the industry will not be yours to dominate so that is basically my advice yeah your um your advice um complements what i've already uh, said earlier the reason why i'm coming from the angle uh, that i'm taking is because i think i know how personal i mean <laughs> i know her personally i know the journey that she's taken and i and i and i know and I know the um, I know some of the legwork she has already done. All right, I know some of the legwork that she's already done. And um, my my bringing up th these additional steps is actually in complement uh, with some of the things that she has already done. You've mentioned if you have mentioned I've mentioned if you she's already done several movies for uh, several um, movie houses and. And she's been very, she's she's been very um, intentional about who she works with. Okay, so um, the additional step of working with people overseas is a not is a logical next step because um, wh when you study the Nigerian entertainment uh, uh, space, you find that once somebody begins to make waves offshore. It, it increases their value, you know, within the shores of Nigeria. So just um, be beginning to introduce yourself to the international uh, scene is actually the next logical step because of uh, the quality that that uh, that kind of uh, association brings to your brand and 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 by extension, uh, what you're going to be able to charge, um, uh, you know, going forward the industry is young um, there are still a lot of power players who do not uh, want to spend you know on 
on um, assets like uh, like original soundtracks. You understand? They don't yet understand the value of OSTs. But once you begin to educate these players about the value of OSTs and why they should improve their investment in OSTs, because OSTs actually account for a chunk of revenue for uh, certain movie studios, especially Disney. Okay, they they sell their original soundtracks. Apart from the movies, they are making bank on on the original soundtrack. It's a plus for anyone to invest in in this particular direction. So, uh, one more thing that I would suggest in closing, because we've uh, we've really tried to turn the screws on this one, is also to try to um, position yourself. Try to position yourself as as a thought leader. Be, be, uh, be, become more outspoken about um, about the the principles of uh, of of um, songwriting or writing for soundtracks and things like that. So you're indirectly educating the people at the top, so that the day they say, "Okay, right, we we have an emergency. We need to do something about this aspect of our production um, um, workflow." They begin to search, and you pop up as the one voice who is uh, pre predominant or preeminent in that particular field. So that's just one more thing. This is a very long process. I'm sorry, but it's a long process. Anything that is that is worth building and that um, that is going to last a long time usually takes some time to uh, to build. The industry. Um, that we're looking at today was built using uh, personal camcorders. Living in bondage was recorded with camcorders, <laughs> and and uh, you know that was back in 1993. Okay, it was no 92, 93. It was built. It was recorded with camcorders, and and it was a big hit. And that's and that was how the the Nigerian movie industry was launched. Or there was already an industry, but but uh, we had not seen the kind of success in in um in uh, home video releases because then movies were released in cinemas and at the time in the 90s the cinema industry had basically died because um, most of them were depending on local power supply and so on so i mean i'm not going to dive into those uh, stories but the local cinema scene had had practically died so uh, movies were now being recorded and sold on home videos on v on uh, vhs uh, tape and that was the beginning of the boom, okay? That, 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 and that's why uh, the, the uh, Nollywood industry was originally known as the home video um, industry because they sold the movies in VHS tape, okay? So they did not release in, in cinemas, they, re they released by selling them on VHS tape. So just not, not to belabor um, the, the whole uh, story, the industry has grown. It's taken um, more than 30 years and it's still growing. And um, I believe that um, if, if uh, you want to make a mark in the area of, uh, of uh, being paid what you're worth for original soundtracks, you need to approach the industry from a, from a position of strength. Yes, you have already begun to produce work. But there's already the opportunity to become a thought leader in that area. There's also the opportunity to also begin to uh, approach it from, from somebody who works uh, with uh, production teams in the diaspora or in other countries. That also gives you 
the appearance of authority. Uh, that's just what I want to you know, say in closing. During the lockdown of 2020, many stores shut down and couldn't instantly pivot to provide online shopping for their customers. Many stores went out of business. Others are yet to recover and reconnect with their customers. Running your stores shouldn't just stop at recording how much you sold daily, but must give you the ability to sell your in-store inventory online as well. Stores that used Odoo ERP had the tools to quickly pivot and save their businesses. They could immediately switch to online sales and send email to their customers to inform them of the adjustment. Home deliveries could be made and promotional discounts were offered to encourage purchases in a time when few were willing to spend. Host your Odoo ERP database for $40 per month and let Silicon Streets help you set it up. Request your quote by visiting the link in the show notes. Get a special discount when you mention traffic conversations in the quote. Don't wait for another lockdown before you get ready. You've been listening to Traffic Conversations. We hope you found the episode helpful. Remember to subscribe and share the episode with your family and friends. And if you want to ask a question or give us your feedback on something we said during this episode, use the link in the show notes and let us know. You can also find the links to the sponsors mentioned in this episode in the show notes. We hope you'll join us next time for another episode of Traffic Conversations.